Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals, each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun. On a Monday... It is, well, here's what it is. Yes, it's a Medal of Honor Monday, and one hour from now we're going to do that as we always do, but this is going to be a different kind of a show tonight. I'm almost going to do a borderline podcast long-form monologue to open up the show. Yes, there's still going to be commercial breaks. I can't do anything about that, but I have a lot to say This is going to be a little bit heavy, but I feel like a lot of people need to be shaken awake about something. And I don't know. You know how honest I am on the show. I don't know that I've ever been this direct with you ever about what I see and why I see it. And as we address this Trump arrest that's coming, we think it's coming It is important that people understand what they're seeing, why they're seeing it. And it is important that we navigate through that. Once we're through all that, I actually have some harsh words for Trump and DeSantis, both of them. Then we'll get into the bank closures and the LGBTQ demon mob coming for hockey and China building a nice Navy and all kinds of other things tonight. Coming up on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. Now, I know about New York DA Alvin Bragg, and I know about what Trump has said, and Bragg has not denied. Uh, He's going to be arrested. He's going to be arrested. And 
this will probably be one of about 80 times I play this for you on the show. But at long-time listeners of the show will remember gems like this, which I have said to you for over a year. You know what's beautiful about being a Jesse Kelly Show listener? What's really beautiful is... You know things other people don't know, and therefore when horrible things happen, you're still frustrated and angry like they are, but you know what you're not? Surprised. You're never surprised. Because if you've been listening to The Jesse Kelly Show for a year, two years or so, you've been hearing me tell you things like this. I've been trying to prep you for a while that you're going to see Donald Trump arrested. They're going to indict and arrest Donald Trump. They're going to do it on camera, and it's going to throw you into a rage. How do I know? Well, they've pulled out all the stops. This goes well beyond the Mar-a-Lago raid. Nobody talks about this, and it blows me away. It blows me away how we don't think and see what's happening. People are talking about the FBI and Mar-a-Lago and the DOJ, and all that stuff's fine. People do understand that New York Attorney General Letitia James just rejected a settlement offer with Trump and his people, right? Letitia James, she's going to have Donald Trump arrested if the DOJ can't. And I'll tell you something else. She's probably going to have Donald Trump arrested even if the DOJ does. Everyone is focused on Mar-a-Lago and the DOJ and the raid. You can't find somebody to bring up the fact uh, New York's AG, she's coming for the man. They're coming for him. They are. They're not going to stop. They're not going to back off. They're not going to slow down. They're not going to wake up tomorrow morning and say to themselves, Letitia James isn't going to wake up tomorrow and say, you know what? This is a political prosecution, and this is wrong. I, I'll tell you what, guys, I feel bad about it. I I feel bad about this. I am abusing my office, and I'm just going to back off. They're coming. They're not going to slow down. They're not going to stress about how it looks. They're coming for the man. I don't tell you that to bring you down. I tell you that so you're ready. That was me. You remember it. Now. Let's pause on that for a moment as we dig into all this stuff and let's address the new listeners who weren't prepped and weren't ready and are on top of the outrage and frustration and maybe sadness because there's a lot of that out there right now. You're seeing about what's happening in your country and these political prosecutions and things like that. Let's address the people who are shocked by this. Shocked. And I've seen so much of this, and this is why we're about to have a very heavy conversation. I've seen so much of this. What's he even done wrong? He hasn't done anything wrong. Well, what do you need? What did he even do? He didn't even do anything. This is outrageous. Or I've seen, I've seen this. Boy, I know you've seen this. It's, this has been, honestly, I've been laughing about it. It's been the only thing I've been laughing about for the last 48 hours. I've seen the standard response in the right. Oh, sure. Alvin Bragg turns violent criminals loose, but arrests Trump on a misdemeanor doing the whole, what a hypocrite thing. What a double standard thing. Okay. It's time. Mommy's gone. It's just you and daddy. It's just you and me. We are entering an era 
in America unlike anything you can possibly fathom and unlike anything you have seen in this country before. You have seen it in other nations. You've never seen it here. If you're shocked today, you shouldn't be. But if you are, shake yourself awake because let me tell you something. This is only the beginning. This is just the tip. This is how it starts. This, in 10 years, in 20 years, if Donald Trump is arrested publicly by Alvin Bragg, you will look back on it as a tiny blip in the radar of a million of these that took place between today and 20 years from now when you look back. This is not some final outrage. This is not some final culmination. This is the beginning. Why? Where are we going? What is happening? Well, here's where we're going. Alvin Bragg is not only a communist. He is a George Soros-funded communist. George Soros, everyone knows who he is by now. I'm not going to bore you with the details. I'm not even going to, we're not even going to go into, again, why this guy still has a citizenship in this country. He should have had his citizenship revoked, been shipped out of our shores with the promise of prison time if he ever enters the United States of America again or a dime of his money enters politics. Instead, because we have a clown country run by losers in both parties now who don't care about America, they allow a foreign-born billionaire to not only sink millions and millions of dollars into political races of DAs who promise to turn violent criminals loose, they allow him to do this and brag about it. George Soros has been on camera with the grocery bags under his eyes, bragging a million times about why he does what he does, and he said publicly on camera that he has no intention of stopping. We now, remember we, came, we told you on this show, 75, it's way more than Alvin Bragg, 75 DA races around the country funded by Soros, and now his son who really runs most of it. That number goes up to 7,500 within a decade. Alvin Bragg is but a taste. Okay, so let's go there. Let's go there. In the future, the DAs are going to be crazier and crazier. But where are those DAs coming from? Well, how does one get to be the district attorney of the most important city on the entire planet, New York City? How is that humanly possible? You come up through the elite parts of society. The elite parts of us, our society, and I'm really talking about our elite university system, is the reason why Alvin Bragg and Trump's arrest are only the beginning. Because as we stand right now, as you're sitting there listening to the sound of my voice, there is an entire class, multiple classrooms actually at Harvard, Stanford, Columbia, NYU, and every other elite city in the country where the next generation of lawyer 
is learning to be a committed communist. A committed communist who not only rewards his friends, who punishes his enemies. A committed communist who understands law, constitution, right, wrong, good, bad. These things don't matter at all. What matters is getting power and using that power against the people who you hate. And that Stanford Law student tonight, he's the judge tomorrow. He's the DA tomorrow. But it's actually even worse than that and more expansive than that. I'm going to get as dark as I've ever gone on the show because I'm going to level with you on where we're going. Buckle up. You want to know where else we're going? Oh, I don't know. Headline, almost 200 U.S. banks are at the risk of Silicon Valley bank-like collapse. You realize, do you have any idea that as we were all screaming about Trump for the last 48 hours, I'm guilty too, that the banking system is being nationalized and collapsing in the United States of America around you? Have you called Oxford Gold Group yet? If you called them last week when I told you you had better call them, this headline would have been for you today. Gold tops $2,000 on flight to safety after Credit Suisse collapsed. And I don't even know how you say that. Did you call Oxford Gold last week? If you did, write me an email saying thank you. If you didn't, call them right now. Get gold and silver in your 401k and IRA. Get gold and silver coins delivered to your home. Now, you don't have time. 833-995-GOLD. I never tell you that, do I? Oh, do I ever give you that pitch? Now's the time. 833-995-GOLD. Call Oxford before you get wiped out. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday, a Medal of Honor Monday, and obviously Medal of Honor Monday is coming up about 45 minutes from now. That will be lots of fun. We are going to continue along our journey of where we're going, and at the end of this, just so you're, just so you know, I have some very harsh words for both Trump and DeSantis. While Trump is being persecuted by this Justice Department. He is doing something that I view as wrong, dead wrong, and I will explain why. And DeSantis screwed up today, too, and I'm going to give it to him both barrels, too. Both of them. Now, but until we get there, let's think about this. You're mad about Alvin Bragg. You're mad about a political prosecution, and you should be. But here's the thing. Four million. That's how many college graduates graduate every year. Why did we... You ever heard of the Great Marianas Turkey Shoot? The Great Marianas Turkey Shoot is a nickname given to the Battle of Leyte Gulf in World War II. I'm not going to go into the details. I'm not doing a history segment. You should know that this is towards the end of World War II as our fleet was getting closer and closer to Japan. We got in a huge naval, basically naval air battle with Japan and the numbers on it are honestly, when you read the numbers, you'll think they're wrong. It's staggering how badly we just swept them out of the skies and mopped the floor with the Japanese. This is coming back to us today. Just hang with me for a second. We mopped the floor with them so badly, we were just shooting their planes out of the sky like they were nothing. Our planes were shooting out their planes that they called it the Great Marianas Turkey Shoot because it took place in the Marianas Islands, and it was just a turkey shoot, a bunch of big, worthless planes getting shot down. Now, what's part of the reason why that happened? 
Is it because Japanese Zero, the Japanese Zero at the beginning of World War II was so much worse than our fighter planes? No, we actually had worse fighter planes coming. But the Japanese knew something. They knew it, tried to fight against it, but couldn't overcome it. What they knew was every Zero that got shot out of the sky wouldn't be replaced. But they knew there were American factory assembly, assembly lines churning out fighter plane after fighter plane after fighter plane after fighter plane after fighter plane. And the reinforcements are coming and they can't reproduce them. Four million students this year are graduating from college and they'll graduate four million more next year and four million more the year after that and four million more the year after that and unlike you and your life and your father's life and your grandfather's life and great-grandfather's life you know how many of those people are committed communists who want to destroy everything about you from your job to your food to your car to the color of your freaking skin. Now, I'm a big believer in affinity space and affinity work. And I think people of color need to get away from white people <laughs> and and have some community um, with each other. Four million a year. And they're graduating from our elite university system and they're going into law. They're going into the medical industry in this country. They're going to be your doctor. They're going to be your nurse. They're going to be your hospital administrator. They're going to go become professors to make sure the next generation of communists is trained and ready to go. They're going to be your United States senators. They're going to be sitting on your local school board. They're going to be running your city council. While you're going to work today... They're going to be getting in the local public library to make sure a drag queen can dance for your five-year-old son. You see, where we're at today is but a glimpse of where we're going. Now, now that I've tried to shake you awake and make you understand it, let's have another conversation. And this one's going to be harsh, but it's going to be true and I don't give a crap if you're offended. You, you're welcome to email the show. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Are you ready? Do you know, do you have any idea what the January 6th political protesters have gone through? I'm going to play something for you here right now. Just... It's about two minutes long. It's my friend, Julie Kelly. I, well, here it is. So Matthew Perna is a 37-year-old man from Pennsylvania. He went to the Capitol. He went to Trump's speech, went to the Capitol that day. He was outside the building. He did not carry a weapon. He did not assault a police officer. He didn't vandalize anything. He left. I believe he was in the building for about 20 minutes on the east side where the doors had been opened. Um, he went back, made a video, went home. At that point from January 6, 2021 onward, his life was utterly destroyed. He turned himself into the FBI after he realized, you know, what was happening, that this was considered a crime scene. He cooperated with the government. Um, and finally, in December of 2021, he pleaded guilty to four misdemeanors and a felony obstruction charge, thinking he could go on with his life. His girlfriend left him. I'm butting up against the clock here. We'll finish the story of Matthew Perna in a moment. And then I have some very offensive words that'll make you angry, but you should really, really listen to them because there's some bad info out there right now. 
Now, before we get to that, let's at least save your dog before you write me that spicy email telling me how much you hate me. Again, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. You know your dog doesn't get nutrition. He doesn't get nutrition from the dog food you give him. My dog, he doesn't get any nutrition from the dog food. It's a bunch of crap. It's just a bunch of... They have to kill everything in the dog food because that's what makes it last so long on the shelf. If your dog food was fresh and had nutrients in it, it would go bad. So they kill everything. And your dog never gets nutrition in his entire life until you start buying him Rough Greens, a nutritional supplement that you pour on your dog's food, and it's full of omega oils, digestive enzymes, vitamins, minerals. The first time you give your dog rough greens is likely the first time your dog has ever had nutrition in his life. Isn't that wild? I think about that sometimes when I look at Fred and I feel bad. <laughs> Sorry, Fred. I didn't know about rough greens yet. Either way, they have a free jumpstart trial bag right now. Free. Go to roughgreens.com slash jesse and get yours today, all right? roughgreens.com slash jesse. Get your free jumpstart trial bag. Go now. The Jesse Kelly Show. Jesse Kelly here with a message that's about safety. When it comes to protecting your loved ones, it's not just about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Picture this. A situation arises where you or your loved ones are threatened. Instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. What if there was a way to effectively defend yourself and de-escalate a situation without the irreversible consequences of deadly force? Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. We don't always need to go to DEFCON 1. We just need protection to confidently ensure we can defuse the situation and drive the threat away immediately. Berna is legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Berna is proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now. Now for an exclusive 10% discount. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Jesse. I keep hearing that a lot of people are still on the fence about owning gold and silver. Have we already forgotten about the bank closures, inflation, global instability, World War III that sadly may be coming? Look, precious metals, you need them for various reasons. You want tangible currency on hand, a portfolio diversification strategy. It's a hedge against inflation. You need value, stored value that stands the test of time. I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. The Oxford Gold Group are the pros. They make owning gold and silver easy and simple. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on... 
the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Medal of Honor Monday, and this one's about to get spicy, too. Now, let's talk about New York City for a moment. New York City. Who's the uh, governor of New York State, Chris? I, I almost forgot. Governor Kathy Hochul? Yeah, governor Kathy Hochul, okay. Who's a state AG? Ah, Letitia James. All right, cool, cool. Senators? That's Chuck Schumer and Gillibrand. All right, all right. New York mayor. Oh, look at that. Democrat Eric Adams. All right, you know what? Uh, New York's DA, Soros-funded, full-blown Maoist Alvin Bragg. All right. All right, you know what? Okay, that's all the elected officials. Let's set them aside. Who's New York City's police commissioner? Oh, the lady who stood in front of the mural of a bunch of cop killers as she accepted her role. Okay, all right, good, good, good. Let's look at the voting demographics of New York City. What percentage, hang on a second, sorry, school through my, what percentage of New York City are Democrats? Oh, wow, almost 70% Democrats. Okay. I... I'm about to say something very harsh. Don't worry, Team DeSantis. I've got something harsh coming for you. I, I've got something very harsh to say to Donald Trump. Donald Trump has been politically persecuted and abused by this system in ways that are unimaginable. But Donald Trump has a bad, bad habit of thinking selfishly and abusing his biggest fans. And I've had quite enough of it. That January 6th political prisoner I brought up, Matthew Perna, was playing him beforehand. He ended up killing himself. The other January 6th political prisoners, Trump's biggest fans, they went to D.C. because Trump asked them to came to D.C. And they went to D.C. and they walked into a gigantic fed-up full of FBI informants, Capitol Police, and every other kind of entrapment was there waiting for them 
instigating the incident that they wanted to happen anyway. They then have rounded up a thousand of them, and they've locked them away in cages. Half these guys are so poor, they can't even afford an attorney. They have some idiot public defender in there while the United States government throws them in prison for 10 years. Oh, and by the way, during this entire time, before he started running for president, for two years, he didn't give them a dime. Not a, no help. No nothing. They rotted. They lost their lives. They lost their wives. They lost their jobs. His biggest fans lost it all. And maybe you're sitting there saying right now, well, that's not his obligation. Well, at least he shouldn't be trying to make more of them from Donald Trump this weekend. It's time. We're a nation in steep decline, blah, 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 well, whatever. He goes through a whole bunch of stuff and he ends it by saying protest, protest, protest. Then again, yesterday, puts out a statement publicly, protest. Protest? Do you know why? Do you know what? Pause on this for a moment. I know I'm a bad person. But do you know, do you remember during all the vaccine mandate stuff for work? Do you know why? Do you remember? I was asked all the time by you, hey, should I quit my job to have a vaccine mandate? And you know the answer I gave every single time? You remember it well. I said, I can't sit here safely in my job with this huge platform I've been given and tell you to lose yours. How unjust would that be? I'm still getting a paycheck. You go, yeah, quit your job. Screw them. Screw the system. And the next day, you and your wife are discussing the fact you're about to be evicted from your home. Your kids aren't excited about moving back in with grandma and grandpa. And I'm still sitting here behind a microphone safely after having put out the call to all the listeners out there to do something I don't have to suffer the consequence of. I understand that because it's a big national platform, I understand that I have an obligation, I have a responsibility that comes with this platform. I don't tell you and have never told you, hey, go out there, find a communist and slap him in the face. And you know why I don't say things like that? Because there is a guarantee that somebody, if not several people, will do it. And then you're in jail and you're in trouble and I don't have to suffer the consequences for it. The last time Donald Trump told people to come protest for him, they rotted in the jail and many are still in there and will be in there for their adult lives. And now to make a call like that again, protest, protest, protest is what he said. Are you honestly not aware that this will prompt people to walk into the lion's den of New York City. You don't have a friend in the world in New York City. Do you have any idea, Trump fan who's listening to me, you're gearing up to get down in New York. Do you have any idea how many FBI meetings they're already having? They're probably in one as we speak about the various informants and friends of yours who are informants who are already sharing your text messages with the FBI and your texts that will be read aloud in front of a communist New York judge one day at your trial. They're salivating at the thought of you showing up in New York City so they can throw you in a hole in Rikers Island. They're dying for you to do it. And as a leader of our party, and as someone who has led this nation, and as someone with a gigantic influence, he has a responsibility 
to care for those people, his people. I have a responsibility to you to care for you and want what's best for you, not what's best for me, what's best for you. It is wrong. It's not just irresponsible. It is wrong to say things like protest, protest, protest. Because you can sit there right now, as you probably are, and say, Jesse, he didn't say go to New York. I'm not worried about you. I know you're smart enough not to walk into New York City and protest. How many Trump fans are there out there, though, who will not interpret it that way? And they will walk into the lion's den. And they're going to sit there. Six months from now, a year from now, after having been abused in Rikers Island, I'm sure you'll do well in Rikers Island, they're going to sit in front of a communist New York judge with a communist New York DA and 12 communists sitting on their jury in New York, and their lives are going to be gone, and Donald Trump's going to be back in Mar-a-Lago having gotten the misdemeanor dismissed after putting out the calls to protest. And again, I want to stress, I don't give a crap if this offends you. It's wrong. It's unfair to his best best fans, best supporters. If you're in a MAGA hat right now, you deserve better than that from the person who leads you. If you have a bumper sticker on right now for Donald Trump, you deserve better than that. That is abuse of your followers. You know what this reminds me of? I, I, I don't even follow the guy, but I remember it was years back. I remember looking at a, a, a picture of Justin Bieber. He's a singer. I remember he was on some high rise in his hotel and he walked out in the balcony and all his fans were underneath him. Oh, say something to us. And he leaned over the balcony and spit on all of them. You know why? Because you could. That's what this reminds me of. I'm angry about it. I'm very angry. You know why I'm angry? Because I've spent two years listening to these stories of these January 6th political prisoners who were tossed to the wolves and no one even, no one even spoke up for them. Trump never even said a word for them until we started running for office again. They were left with nothing the last time this happened and he's calling for it again. You want to protest? Put up a Trump flag. That's a good protest. You want a real protest? Do you want to do something that'll make the communists feel it? Are you angry as you should be about Trump's upcoming arrest and you want to do something about it? You really want to do something about it? I'll tell you what to do in a second. Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. It is The Jesse Kelly Show. And don't worry, Team DeSantis. I've got some harsh words coming your way here in just a second, too. It's not just Team Trump getting at both barrels tonight, calling for people to protest. Morons are going to accept that as a call to action. They're going to walk into communist New York City and they're going to have their lives ruined just like the January 6th people did. You know what? I backed off on it earlier. I cut it off halfway. I'm not doing that again. Here's the full two minutes from Julie Kelly. Listen to what somebody, a person just like you, Trump fan, patriot, listen to how his life ended up. So Matthew Pern is a 37-year-old man from Pennsylvania. He went to the Capitol. He went to Trump's speech, went to the Capitol that day. He was outside the building. He did not carry a weapon. He did not assault a police officer. He didn't vandalize anything. He left. I believe he was in the building for about 20 minutes on the east side where the doors had been opened. Um, he went back, made a video, went home. At that point, from January 6, 2021 onward, his life 
was utterly destroyed. He turned himself into the FBI after he realized, you know, what was happening, that this was considered a crime scene. He cooperated with the government. Um, and finally, in December of 2021, he pleaded guilty to four misdemeanors and a felony obstruction charge, thinking he could go on with his life. His girlfriend left him. He lost his business. He was alienated by his community. He didn't even want to leave his own home. This is a college graduate who ran a successful business, a patriotic American who traveled the world to teach English to children in other countries. He pleaded guilty thinking he would spend maybe a few weeks, a month or so in prison. The government came back, Matthew Graves' office, the DC US attorney, and instructed his uh, Matthew's defense attorney that he could serve years in prison. On February 25th of 2022, last year, Matthew Perna could take no more. He hanged himself in his garage uh, to end the government's torture against him and his. Co protest? And maybe right now, maybe right now you're sitting there saying something like this. Maybe you're saying, Jesse, are you saying we don't have a right to protest? Jesse, this is America. The Constitution says we can. What do you think Alvin Bragg thinks about that pocket Constitution? What do you think the 12 communists in New York City think about that pocket Constitution? What do you think they think about America? What do you think that communist New York judge thinks about America? You, Jesse, are you saying you're daggone right? That's what I'm saying. In pockets of this country, you aren't America anymore. I know that hurts. And I know we want to live in yesteryear. I want to live in the world my dad grew up in and his dad grew up in. Jesse, I miss this. Jesse, I want this man. Me too. I want it so bad. And beyond, honestly, it bums me out. It freaking bums me out. I want it to. But are you saying we don't live in that country? I'm saying we don't live in that country. I'm saying get your butt out and find a red area. Because remember, all the new communists are graduating and coming for that red area. And you better start winning back school board races. You want to do something? Avoid a protest in New York City like it's the Black Plague and go down and figure out how to run for school board, run for city council, run for sheriff, because I promise you the day cometh and that right soon you're going to need a local sheriff and not to arrest the criminals in the civilian population if you catch my drift. You want to do something? What you want is an instant gratification thing that will fix everything. Just elect uh, Trump and we'll fix it. Just elect Ron DeSantis and we'll fix it. That's ridiculous. Neither of those human beings are going to fix the problems this country faces, even if each of them were the second freaking coming of George Washington. Because Democrats have very smartly spent the last 60, 70, 80, 90 years working their way through the education system into leadership positions of every single cultural institution of this nation. How are we going to take it back? By doing the exact same thing. If you're angry about Donald Trump being arrested, and I am, if you think it's unjust, and it is, if you want to do something about it, I know it seems unrelated, why aren't you on your local school board yet? 
Why don't you run your city council? Now I know, listen, I know that's hard. When you're when you're 350 pounds, it's so much easier to just can I just go get lap band surgery? And I'm not insulting lap band surgery, by the way. People have had success. It's just a great example. I just want to get lap band surgery to lose the weight. That's such an easy sounding thing, right? But if you really want healthy knees and a healthy heart and stronger muscles, better lung capacity, guess what? It's not a day. It's years. It took you years to put on that much weight. It will take you years of sweating and eating better to lose it. It's taken decades to get to a place as a nation where we are so corrupt and broken that a New York City DA would even dream of a political prosecution like this. Nevertheless, this is where we are, and we must understand it will take decades to undo it, to take the country back. And it won't start federally, and I promise you it won't start in New York City. It just won't. Are you saying we don't live in America anymore? Congratulations, you finally got it. You don't live in that country anymore. And I love the Constitution like you do. I don't dismiss it. We've got a Declaration of Independence. I think we have them hanging here in the office. You know what Alvin Bragg thinks of that Declaration of Independence? You know what the jurors think of it? They. It's not just that they don't care about it. They despise it. They despise, you know what it is? You know how pathetic it looks when I see the right say things? Like, but we have the, we have the first amendment. When I, when I hear things like this, you know what you look like to me? You look like the person who walks out of your home and runs into a gang of thugs who all have knives and they say, give me your wallet. You look like the type of person who pulls out a piece of paper and says, nah, my mom, I have a permission slip from my mom who says I can go down to the gas station without being robbed. That's how pathetic you look when you hold up the Constitution to these communists. It means nothing to them. It's nothing to them. Am I saying we don't have? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yes. I'm saying I would like to get back to a country where the Constitution does matter where it does offer you and me actual protections. I'd love to get back to that place. And I'm saying to get back to that place, if you really want to do the work, you'll get into a red area and you'll take it over and fill every single position of power with your people, including the education system. That's how they took this country to where we are now. That's how we will take it back. We are going to do Medal of Honor Monday next, and then I've got some harsh words for Heavy D and the response. He did a response today. Hang on. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 